0: edition it's a halloween edition of realities may vary i'm brian noonan he's cody goff uh big show again this week uh we'll start in with uh, brian's medical minute yes it wouldn't be a realities may vary podcast without some sort of malady for me we're going to talk of course about halloween and why we're dressed this way uh powerball up to a billion dollars we'll get to that uh new boss at twitter meet the new boss will he be same as the old boss and then finally a big job that is finally done. Hello, Cody. Look at you. Hello. The saddest of all Winnie the Pooh's friends. I am. Why are you Eeyore? Why did you pick Eeyore?
1: Because. Okay. Oh bother. Oh bother.
0: Oh bother. Oh bother. I like Eeyore. His tail was tacked on and he was always gloomy. I Everybody do else a was tail. all happy. A swishy tail. Swish swish. swish. Swish 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 swish. Yeah, well, as promised, we must start with. I
1: <laughs> yeah, forgot the, my bell. The buzzer is back, baby. Ah, oh, I forgot the bell downstairs. The Rat.
0: buzzer is back. Um, <laughs> first of all, let's get this out of the way. We've started these. Uh, we've started doing these uh, live, the uh, video portion of the podcast. We started doing it a half hour later. I don't think we told anybody. Nah. Because people are like, hey, where are you guys? What's going on? Why aren't you there? What's happening? Where is everything? And, uh, oh, hey, uh, here we are. We're here. We just uh, forgot to tell you that it's starting a half hour later than usual. But that's it. That. All right, so here's my uh, – somebody last week said, hey, you got to stop doing these medical things only because that just means more things are wrong with you. So people are concerned, which I guess is nice. Uh, but, yes, I am now in a giant uh, up-to-the-knee boot Uh, And not a hip Nancy Sinatra. These boots were made for walking boot. One of these not uh, that doesn't allow your leg to move boot. And if you um, long story short, it all it all stems from uh, you'll remember the malady in back in May when I had my toes operated on and pins stuck in my toes and and all that. Mm -hmm. Well, as that was uh, winding down, my Achilles started killing me on my right foot. Same foot with the toes. Um, the doctor took an x ray. It looks like there's a hook on the back of my heel. There's a bone spur back there that was rubbing on the Achilles. And they think that because I had changed my gait while I had the surgical shoe on after that surgery, it inflamed my Achilles tendon. Mm. Which, over the last six months, we've been trying different things to fix well, um, very uh, minimal, minimal, just, you know, while I'm sitting watching TV, I would put this thing on and I'd crank it and it would stretch my heel. And, uh, that was fine, but it got to the point where walking anywhere was misery. Mm. Like the whole time we were in Ireland, I was in agony and I would, you know, I just, I couldn't walk like to exercise. I couldn't, I would dread walking anywhere, even upstairs from the family room to go upstairs to go to the bathroom. I I was dreading. So finally, I I said, I can't live this way. And I went back to the doctor and he was like, okay, well, here's the deal. We're going to completely immobilize it. (laughs) So you're not putting any stress on your Achilles. So now I'm wearing this boot and I'm going to physical therapy for my ankle. So this is pretty much, uh, there, every part of my body is breaking down. Mm Mm-hmm. If I were a horse, Cody, you would have shot me already. And I wouldn't put it past you. Well, if you uh, need to take me out and just put one in the back of my head, old yeller style, hmm. I would not be, I wouldn't be opposed to it because everything's breaking down.
1: See, I'm, I'm just glad we do these minutes because I'm apparently the keeper of the Brian knowledge because I don't do social media really, except Twitter, which doesn't count. And but my my you know my dad does my family members that do my my wife does and they're on the gram and you're on the gram so anytime you brain. get injured I hear about it from someone else before I hear <laughs> it from you so of course like you know Friday my mom you see her at a wedding what happened to Brian I don't know what what did happen to Brian what he's did, got his thing did, in a foot what didn't happen to Brian yeah, that should be the like, question now she's she's like he's got his thing his foot in a thing again I'm like what well, how I don't, I'll talk to him Monday. So yesterday, my wife and I are talking. He's just like, did you ever happen? What, find out what happened to Brian? I'm like, no, I will talk to him tomorrow. It's not, for, it's. I don't know why it needs to be urgent for me to find out why you're injured the latest time. I, I talk people to can, people. People
0: care, Cody. Uh, people, people care, I guess, more than you do. And that's becoming painfully
1: obvious well, over I, the I years. Well, I weirdly, no, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like if I find out why you're injured sooner, it won't actually help you get better sooner.
0: No, no. And this is, uh, to be honest, this is more of just a pain in the ass rather than a mm. treatment. It's not, you know, I, I, it does. My foot feels great in this boot. I'm not in any pace, so that's good. But it's this giant thing. So now I can't drive in it. So when I walk out to the car, I have to sit in the back of my tr- my car, take the boot off, put on a surgical shoe. Then I get to wherever I'm going. I have to sit in the back of the car again. I have to take off the surgical shoe, put on the boot. Then I do it, and it's just – so it's, it's not like an injury that's horrible. Uh, they think everything's going to be fine uh, in four to six weeks because it'll it'll give it, it'll have given the Achilles enough time to rest yeah. uh, and not be irritated. I'm like, well, that's great, because in those four to six weeks, I will be extremely irritated, but thankfully, my tendon will be calm and serene. Wait. The rest of me, forget about it. Are we live? I don't see any comments at all. I don't either, but we are live. Uh, we have uh, 12 people, uh, well, at this point, no, more people are jumping on their viewing, mm. but I don't know. It's I Halloween. It's Halloween.
1: What... Of people it is watch, halloween see that's horror the horror movies and all that stuff we uh it is halloween
0: which is why we're dressed like this i uh of course am kevin the minion from mm. the minion franchise i uh i wore i had to wear, i wore this to school because today i taught uh they called me last week and said hey uh, uh, can you please come in on monday and teach uh we really need you but uh we also know that you like to dress up so <laughs> It's like, we don't really know if you're qualified to be here, but we know you don't mind putting on a costume. Mm. So uh, so everybody is, all the staff is dressing up as minions, and then the principal is going to be Gru, and the assistant principal is going to be uh, Nosferatu. I can't remember Gru's, uh, Gru's sidekick. It's mm. Nefarious. Uh, Nefario, that's it. Mm. So the assistant principal was Nefario. All the teachers were minions and then the principal was grew. The principal, very dedicated, shaved his beard and everything off so he could look like Gru. It was wow. crazy. Shaved his head, shaved his face, his beard, the whole nine. Wow. So he could look like Gru. Um, but yeah, so that's so the children, uh, as is usually the case, didn't quite get the concept. I was with fifth graders then they're like, why are all teachers dressed like minions? I was like, think about it. Uh, uh, I don't know. I said, well, what about, uh, Mr. S he's, he's dressed as Gru, Uh, huh so, oh, wow. That wow. Be, yeah, Kids, man. Is, never mind. I can't, I can't get into it. So yeah, the only problem with this costume, was, well, I was going to piece it together mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh man, it's running into a lot of, so I found this men's plus size, uh, minions costume online. Yes. And Debbie is like, you must buy the men's plus size minions costume instead of trying to find a yellow hat and a yellow shirt and some overalls and some goggles and blah, 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 blah. So here I am in the men's plus size in the men's plus size minions costume, which must've freaked people out as I was driving. I didn't drive to school dressed like this, but I drove home from school dressed like this. Mm. And um there may have been some road rage involved. And I can only imagine the people who I'm honking at and who are looking in their rearview mirror at this gigantic minion who's cursing up a blue streak, just going crazy and uh yeah, but that's it. Now you, as we've already mentioned, are one of my favorite uh people from the hundred acre woods. Yeah. How did this come to be?
1: Well, my wife's very pregnant, so she yes. was gonna be Winnie the Pooh. Obviously, makes sense. Perfect pregnant costume, and she
0: doesn't like to wear pants, just like Winnie the Pooh. Exactly. Okay.
1: And then my son was gonna be Piglet, and I was gonna be Tigger because I'm tall and I'm hyper. Yes. But then You're we bouncy, bouncy, bring... fun, 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 fun. I was very bouncy, bouncy, fun, 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 fun. But I, uh, my son, we could not find a Piglet costume on short notice. But there was, no. a T- there was a Tigger costume. So we looked. And it's nice because on Amazon, you order them all from the same page. Okay. So the one Amazon listing has Pooh, Tigger, Eeyore, uh, I think a few other ones. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe Rabbit. Owl. Rabbit. Maybe Owl. Robin. There is a Christopher Robin, which is super lame. It's just a yellow yeah. shirt and jorts. Like, <laughs> what. <laughs> she, was like, she was like our son could be christopher robin i'm like that's the most boring costume yeah. we could possibly Ooh. dress him up as we get that tigger costume hanging up in his closet we open the closet he goes tigger he's freaking out oh, so he was all about it <clears throat> so we looked there was an adult eeyore and i decided i decided that we should pull the trigger on it, it yeah uh, it looks
0: good now that costume will last you
1: you know it will it will so it could be Eeyore forever so, Brian, uh, living downtown for as many years as we did, we had a lot of artsy friends. Sure. A lot of artsy, creative friends. And so for every year of my adult life, there has been tremendous pressure to do something very bespoke. You know what I mean? Something very custom. Oh, very clever. Creative, homemade, clever, creative, cre- clever Homemade, costume. crafty, sure. et cetera. Cardboard,
0: right? some, maybe some paper mache.
1: Right, right. Or
0: something that'll make people go, I don't get it. Maybe. Okay.
1: Like I, I designed, I built my own Dr. Horrible costume back when you couldn't. Oh, really, right. Yes. Like the white Dr. Horrible costume. I had, to, I had to get boots and spray paint them and goggles and get all the different dis. Cause you can't just, well, at the time you couldn't just go like Dr. Horrible costume. Oh, we'll send you a little package in a bag. No, 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 no. You had to mm-hmm. assemble it. And I did it. And then I did it again for the red Dr. Horrible because in the last scene of the Dr. Horrible sing-along blog, he's wearing a red outfit. So I did the white one and the red one one year, uh, separate, two different years. Wow. When I was Chris Jericho, if you remember, I actually uh, poked holes in a, in a faux yes. leather jacket. Yeah. And, and I do remember that super glued three strings of led lights, three hand super glued, 300 led lights into this thing. So it would light up and glow. And of course now one of the three strings is broken. So I can't even wear it, (laughs) but that kind of thing. So this year, you know, it's literally, we just, uh, we just ordered these. And my wife is like, we need to do this every time. It's great. It's like 10, 15, 20 bucks. Maybe on Amazon comes to you, you throw it on, you got the whole thing. You didn't get that costume for fifteen or twenty bucks. It was pretty cheap, really. It was quite cheap. Yeah, my minion's costume was sixty bucks, but it's huh. plus size. I might be wrong. I might. Be I would wrong. have guessed was...
0: that's. I would have guessed that's about the same price. That's a. That's a furry looking Velveteen or you're wearing.
1: I do not with believe a full it was... character head. I did not believe it was sixty. Let me look oh, at my order. Hold here. on,
0: I have to excuse myself. Gidget is whining outside the door and it is oh driving me uh, crazy. So if you'll excuse me for one oh second. Oh my I goodness.
1: All right. Me. I'm gonna find I'm gonna we'll spend this time. Okay. So the poo costume was 3299. All right. All right. Still not that bad. You Your go. costume was say, you can't get up and, uh, uh, and leave now. Well it's out, out of like stock it, it? now. 3299 also. It's labeled Donkey. <laughs> oh my goodness. I heard it's you just whining like, out there. It's just labeled donkey yeah. on this website. Okay. So they were each thirty two dollars. Uh, the Tigger one might've been a little cheaper since it was a child. Well, yeah, it's
0: one. a child's. It's a child suit. Sure. You got really
1: loud all of a sudden. Yeah. Cause you? I'm angry. Oh, wow.
0: No, I'm not angry. Oh, I'm just coming that's... in hot, coming in hot after. No, actually it's about
1: the same price. Okay. So about, all right, whatever. 33 bucks a piece. That's a hundred bucks for the, for the whole thing. That's sandwich. not bad at all. No. And 100. now,
0: now the new one, you just figure out something that matches. The new what? When you have the, when you have your baby. Oh, when we have the new baby next year, probably. you'll have a baby. You'll have we to will. add somebody else to the hundred acre. Maybe, oh, maybe your wife changes from Winnie the Pooh to Kanga, and then uh, Kanga and Rue. There you go. Ooh, I like yeah, that. I was thinking, I was thinking.
1: Well, and we this was actually my wife actually had three Halloween costumes this year. She did a lot. What we went to? How can that be? A very good friend's wedding. from Max got married on Friday. Beautiful wedding up in Madison. And he is a big time history buff and he's a strategy board gamer and he has this board game called Churchill. That's terrible. Okay. It's, it's the worst strategy board game. Did ever. he, did he create it? No, it's just really, it's really weird. And the rules okay. are convoluted, but we always, <laughs> and he likes Winston Churchill, I guess. And so he knows history. So I said, so his wedding invitation said formal attire or costumes encouraged.
0: Oh, right. You you mentioned that this was going to happen.
1: So right. all right. So you know, it. So all right, am I going to show up in an Eeyore onesie to a wedding? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe now. Perhaps. Clearly, it was on the invitation, but I decided to hedge our bets and go low risk. And what I said was, if we all dress up as Winston Churchill, the whole family, all three of us, then we'll technically <laughs> be formally dressed, but also in costume. It'll be great. I
0: cover killing two birds proverbial with one
1: stone. So we cobbled together a couple three piece suits, which hard to find for a eight month pregnant woman, believe it or not.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised by that. That you can't just find a a nice woolen
1: tweed for a lady. Not, not a huge market for that, but she did have, she wasn't able to find some stuff. She actually frankly looked like she was the best Winston Churchill out of the three of us because of the, because of, again, the pregnancy action going on. Oh, Right because you know a little you know a little belly she's definitely showing right eight months I mean she's doing six weeks so we're we're getting there okay like this is the point where they start to you know she's starting to feel feel big you know like oh boy a flight of stairs is a little bit more of a challenge than it needs to be <laughs> and uh she looked great so we all looked tremendous we were these little like five then they these actually were like maybe it was eight dollar pocket watches from Amazon super cheap mine stopped working before the wedding was even started i think (laughs) and uh there were people dressed as like actually all my buddy's college friends showed up as mario luigi toad princess like bowser yeah the whole mario gang probably 70 of attendees were in costume so very festive very fun but yeah we did winston churchill and then when my wife taught yoga she wore a cape and i guess she was like vampire yoga teacher um because she was teaching hot yoga she's like i can't wear the poo costume or i'll die of sweat yes,
0: literally you, you will evaporate
1: uh and then we did we did these so very very festive around here it was it was a good time um
0: yeah uh, how the uh once uh after after seeing the tigger costume in the closet and getting excited did that translate over to wearing the
1: tigger costume translated to wearing it and running around in our driveway like a madman nice great and you know he's too young to well, we shouldn't be feeding him candy, but, uh, you know, here's a question for you and the listener and viewer, et cetera. By the way, hello, Christine, JP, Sandy, yes, Sandy hello everyone. thanks for chiming in, and letting us know you joined us live. Appreciate it. Um, Yeah. So, you know, there's a whole thing with like, don't let the kids eat all the candy at the same time. How many adults take that advice? Really? Because I'm not one of them i tell you, you know, we get it out. Oh, I'll have a little bite. Oh, some trick-or-treaters came. Better have another Kit Kat. Oh, my son's going trick-or-treating. Well, better grab a Twix before we hit the road. Okay, we walked around the block. Now I'm back. Ooh, look, we have a Milky Way. Let me grab one of those. (laughs) Ryan, I Ah. ate more candy today than most of the kids on this block, probably. Probably.
0: we. I was so proud of us. We did not open any of the bags of the candy we had bought. And I bought the candy a couple weeks ago it was in the closet i had forgotten about it we didn't open any i think last night no we didn't even open it last night we didn't open any of the candy until today molly however yesterday afternoon went um we had been talking about candy different you know she had posed the if you could only have 5 candies for the rest of your life what would they be you know halloween kind of candies and So we started having this debate and then she went to target and came back with a smaller bag of like Butterfingers and baby Ruth's and what else is there? And then she got a bag. Oh, the worst candy ever dots. Those Oh God, they're horrible. Mm. But she and Debbie was eating them. Like they, they had some sort of vaccine in them last night. She must've, and I I wish I was exaggerating. She must've eaten 10 of those little fun size boxes of dots. It was, she was out of control. I I was looking at her thinking she just was going to put that box over her ears like a feed bag and just. So, but we, yeah. So, but now today, you know, uh, I'm making my lunch to go to school. Uh, let me throw it in. I'm enjoying a Snickers. Just a little, Oh, they're fun size. It's mm-hmm. one bite. What's What's bigger? big sure. Then I come part. home and I'm like, Oh man, I'm tired. Oh, look at that. A York peppermint patty. That's fantastic. So I'm like you, I'm just, I'm grazing. And, and the you you think because they're small it's okay? How many of these small ones is gonna do I need to eat to make a full candy bar? I probably haven't eaten a full candy bar. I've probably eaten eighteen full candy bars, you know. But it's a weird Frankenstein hybrid candy bar of Butterfinger and Nestle's Crunch and uh, Almond Joy's and then a Snickers thrown in. And then last night Molly brought me some candy corn, so like ah, so I have to stop. I have to. But thankfully. We were very bored. Now, how does, all right, let me ask you this. How does it work at your house? Because um, do you both just, do you leave your bowl of candy on the porch and you both take your son wandering around or does one of you stay home and the other one goes out? How did that work?
1: Well, first of all, the costumes were too hot to wear inside. I okay. I turned, I basically turned off our heat and I'm sitting in here and I'm dying. So I was like, let's just put a couple chairs on the, the other thing is our door is a little awkward for trick-or-treaters because There's a narrow, there's the driveway and then a Mm -hmm. a narrow, very short, like five sidewalk blocks, narrow, short path to get to the porch, you go up two stairs and then you ring the doorbell, but then the door swings. So you step on the porch, the doors on your right, but the door is pretty close to the steps and it Mm -hmm. opens out on the left. The storm door opens out on the left. So you're kind of yes. pushing, you got to kind of step back to the edge of the, it's, it's just weird. The logistics yeah. don't work. And then when you get a big group, it doesn't work at all. And then you're still, it's just stupid. So it was very warm out. It was like, what, 70 today, probably 65 in the sixties. Yeah, it was nice. And we had the warm onesies. So we put a couple rockers out at the, at the end of our drive with the, what well, the, the, you know, yeah garage door. That sure, party, yeah, yeah. Way. And we just sat there with a bowl of candy and then, Occasionally, she's like, okay, I'm going to go to a few houses with him. Okay, all right, I'll be out here. And then she'd come back, and then I might walk a couple with him. But we just kind of did it that way. I I was frankly happy just sitting there. And I did. I did adapt to the suburban trick-or-treat life. And I did drink a Death Star from Revolution Brewing. (laughs) My good friends (laughs) at Revolution. Had myself a little Death Star while I was sitting out there. So welcome to the suburbs. Yeah, let's go, dude. (laughs) So I enjoyed myself a nice, uh, nice, nice wintry stout over over the. I probably drank it over like a two and a half hour period. So yeah, you know, I got to space it out. And uh, my my two of my neighbors just were just walking around with bottles of Corona, just like up and down. <laughs> not even a koozie or anything. Because you you know, last year I shared this on the podcast. I learned that every single parent in our neighborhood walked around with a koozie with a beer. Yeah, but they just unabashedly were just walking around with two Coronas.
0: Well, it's warmer see, though, today.
1: Much warmer today. I got to say, you, I'm sure you probably got a, a deluge of trick-or-treaters with the chocolate factory, but we had a, a, a it was like a drought. We probably had a, a third as many trick-or-treaters as we had last year. What? I don't know what happened. It the was The weather beautiful. was fantastic. The weather was great. I, we're, we're sitting out there the whole time. There were, last year, I'm telling you, man, we were slammed. I mean, there were probably 200 Whoa. trick-or-treaters that hit our place. This year is maybe 60, 60 to 80 at the most. Wow. Weird. How about you? That it's is about weird. About the same as last year?
0: Well, here, here's, I wanted to say this. You oftentimes are incredulous about how alike we really are, like things in our house and stuff like that. Uh, our screen door is the same as yours. It opens out to the left, and it is very awkward for trick-or-treating because we have one little st- step in front of the door and it opens to the left. And then they got the kids got to come or it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So I was standing out there for a while. I would go out and I'd stand and then I got a chair and I just sat out there, which is why my face is burning. It's all wind burned. But I sat out there and Debbie and Molly were, you know, looking out the window and everybody was watching out the window, but I love giving it, giving out the candy. And they're like, you're going to sit out here. And I said, yeah. You know, I was in my minion costume and the little kids were coming up. Oh, minion, minion, minion. So yes, I, I was the same as you, my awkward door, except I did not drink. I didn't, uh, mm. well, because I gotta be honest, this minion costume, uh, fastens in the back and it's, uh, I can't like, it's hard to get out of it, to go to the bathroom. It mm. was a challenge at school to, you know, I got a shimmy out of it. Then I got to try to get it back up and you know, my shoulders and all kinds of craziness. But um, we didn't. We did have a lot. This is the first year we don't have any candy to take back to Costco, so I'm sure Costco very happy to hear that that they won't be seeing my ugly mug tomorrow with the you know bags of candy to bring back. So this one, this one, we had a lot because we started out with uh, like 700 ba- pieces of candy, and we were given like two a piece. We must have had 250 trick or treaters. Nice, because we don't have too much. We didn't have too much left in this last bag, and we didn't eat too much out of out of the bag. So yeah, the kids were coming, and then so we stayed uh, we stayed open for business till eight o'clock, because that's trick or treating's over at eight. So we closed up shop, and at eight twenty there was a knock at the door, and I was I was up here getting things ready. And I was like, if you want to answer answer it. Like, no, we're not answering the door. So I don't know. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock is late enough for two ours was three to seven. Oh wow. Yeah. Three a bit yeah, ours started at three o'clock too. And I'm like, three o'clock? The kids are in school at three o'clock.
1: Yeah, no, no mistake. I mean, only like couple kids came before four, but yeah, we it's uh, six fifty nine two kids came they had come about two hours prior i don't know if they thought i forgot them but i just gave them a bunch of candy you know what the heck it's a good strategy to go out till the very end right because if you're like two minutes under the wire we were just like just grab whatever you want you know it probably took two handfuls each it's a smart (laughs) strategy but as soon as they left i waited a minute and then i flicked off the garage light and all the outside lights oh well see
0: Molly was like, "Should we turn off the decorations?" I was like, "No, leave the leave the decorations
1: on." Ah, uh, see, we don't. We, the only decoration you can really see from the outside that lights up is a, a plastic jack o' lantern we have in the window of the upstairs. So the jack o' lantern's right there in the window. looks great, so we yeah. kept that on. But there's we don't have any spotlights or ghosts or any of oh, that see. stuff. I was I'm always happy every year
0: because people stop and they take pictures of my yard, they take pictures of their kids on my yard, uh they I get compliments on my because I'm I'm empty inside. You know that, right, Cody. Right. So I right. need the approval of strangers to make me feel whole. I'm Eeyore. And, right. Yeah. So you know, you know what I'm talking about, Eeyore. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, so yeah, I'm I, I'm always excited. And then Debbie Debbie Bali. They're listening, and kids are coming up and going, "Hi, Mister Minion! Oh, you're so cute! We love your costume!" And they I, I know they're just in there going, a son of a <laughs> but I love it. I love—I love being out there. I've softened my because of all the social media uh, posts and reminders that uh, some kids will not say "trick or treat." I've softened my stance on making kids say "trick or treat." I don't care now. When i going to come up, you little kid, whatever. I don't know. Carrying a blue uh, pumpkin, that's cool. Everybody gets candy for me. You're 17. I don't know. You're not blowing my house up here. Have a couple of fun
1: size Snickers bars. Doesn't hurt me at all. You're better than me. I thought about 40% of the kids said thank you, and I hated all the rest of the 60. Yeah, there's 60.
0: We had a lot of thank yous, a lot, of very, uh, we a lot of very
1: polite kids this year. Well, no, we didn't. We got a lot of kids out here that suck. We had two groups of, you know, yeah. teenagers that basically are wearing a T-shirt and, like, maybe, like, a watch. And they'd be like, oh, my, my <laughs> costume's the guy that wears a watch. And they bring, like, a pillowcase, and they try and grab, like, ten pieces of candy. Just get, get out of here. They don't I mean, say, you you let, know, what,
0: put, you let them put their hands near your bowl? Yeah. yeah that's a
1: mistake. Like One of them, I was like, nice costume. He's just like, he's like. Yeah. I'm coming away. back to burn down your house, old man. Dude. Crazy, that's when you feel like an old man. Well, hey, let's make it interactive in the chat. Pop, uh, just jot down what's the coolest costume you saw that came by. What's the coolest costume you saw that came by, Brian?
0: Um, tonight there were just uh, there were some good superhero ones. I saw a lot of uh, saw a lot of Stitch, you know, from Lilo and Stitch. I saw a lot of Spider Man, lots mm, of a lot of
1: spider tons. I saw like yep. 10 Spider-Man.
0: I don't know if there was a, a you know a liquidation sale on Spider-Man costumes. All different styles from the OG Spider-Man to like a high-tech Spider-Man that had like an Iron Man light in his chest. Uh, there was a lot of Spider-Man. At school, there were also a lot of inflatable costumes. A lot of the inflatable dinosaurs, inflatable shark eating a man, inflatable uh, alien carrying a, a man in front of him. Uh, what other inflatables did I say? An astronaut. Then there was one kid, the one kid in my class today had made a Kiwi costume with his mom. Uh, that, and he, he put it on to show me and I go, oh, aren't there holes for your arms? He goes, Kiwis don't have arms. I'm like, all right, you know, uh, Mr. National Geographic, but how are you going to get your candy? If you're walking around it like a a woolly cocoon with a big horn on your head. Hmm. So that was good. And then there was one kid who was a Rubik's cube, like a a homemade big giant Rubik's cube, which was cool, but I'm not sure how he navigated being in class all day. He wasn't in my room, so I don't know. I don't know what his deal was, but those were good. Did anybody, uh, anybody come to your door that you went, oh, this kid, this kid is classic.
1: Not really. There was a baby Tigger who was adorable. I was my favorite costume, and this is for a very stupid reason. Was this probably like eleven year old girl came up? She's wearing soccer shorts and a soccer jersey, and her face is all white and, uh, and and painted white. And she goes up, and all her friends were. She had like five friends, and they're all princesses. And she she gets she comes up first before they were all lagging behind at the end of the driveway. And she goes, she goes. Thanks. Do you know who I am? And I was like zombie soccer player. And she's like, and it was like her birthday had, had yeah. just happened. She's like, "You're the first person that's that didn't known <laughs> that. See, guys, I told you, or something like that." So apparently, <laughs> I made her day, and that that was fun. Yeah, um, that's the, uh, nice. Yeah, that my probably my. I mean, I saw a lot of good costumes. so I went to a small, uh, actually mid-sized costume party in Chicago on Saturday with some friends.
0: Man, you are out and socializing.
1: There's a, there's you are
0: living co- the life.
1: A lot of costume action. But there was a guy there dressed like Darby Allen, the pro wrestler from AEW. Oh, that's over my head. Well, so he's standing there and we're standing there in the in the kitchen getting some snacks. And I get there and I I go, "Is that Darby Allen?" and he looked at me like it was his birthday.
0: Because <laughs> uh, 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 it's uh, such uh, uh, a niche uh, uh.
1: costume, like no one, I'm the only guy I'm sure all weekend that said, oh my God, and I was like excited about it. So we talked about yeah. it. Was, CM Punk is stupid for a little bit, and then, and then we moved on. And there were, but there are a couple other pretty good uh, costumes at that party, but I, I you know, I like, I like those moments where you, like, cause when I was Dr. Horrible, no, not a single person knew who I was. The first okay. year I was Dr. Horrible. One person thought I was a sperm, because I was, uh, it was an all white costume with a lab coat, yeah, and I had goggles. So I guess maybe if I was artistic, I think maybe one person on a street somewhere was like, Oh, Dr. No, horrible, and I was like, That's great, and that's why I kept wearing it to Gen Con because at Gen Con, 90% of people know you oh, yeah, horrible. everybody knew at Gen Con, but uh, but but I, I, I like, uh, I like, I appreciate the niche costumes because, has having worn them before, when someone recognizes you, it makes your day. But you know you're also kind of making their day. Yeah. Like I've had people come up and hug me at Gen Con being like, Dr. Horrible, oh my God. And like random people, because they're so excited to see like that thing they like represented. So I'm I'm all about the the narrow casting as we call it in the podcast realm. Now, how how was your Eeyore re- received today? It was fine. No one cared. I was Eeyore. It's a yeah. onesie. People yeah. thought my wife looked cute. My son was adorable. I was Eeyore. And you're just Eeyore.
0: Metallica guy giving us a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Metallica guy. Gina said her daughter was Stitch and her son was a vending machine. Nice. Yeah. What kind of vending machine? I don't know. A cigarette I, machine. That would be old school. That'd be I, I did see a machine.
1: I did see a cute couple's costume, and it was uh, the guy was an Amazon delivery driver. With like the whole, just the whole costume get up. And the, his wife was just wearing all brown with like an Amazon box laid over her. <laughs> so she was the box.
0: Nice. Stupid wow. Boy. There's phrasing. <laughs> phrasing. Unbelievable. So That's many things I could say.
1: That's right.
0: Walter was a dinosaur. With, a light, with light up uh, stegosaurus things on his back.
1: That's amazing. Your yeah. wife and daughter didn't dress up?
0: No, they refused. Hmm. Molly was wearing a Halloween land shirt, a sweatshirt, some Halloween themed sweatshirt. Uh, Debbie, yeah, Debbie refused. She has like a dinosaur onesie. I was like, why don't you put on the dinosaur onesie? You could stand outside with Walter so you could be nerds. Um, but no, she she was having none of it this year. And she hmm. has in the past played along, but uh, she knew she couldn't compete with the minion. So she was out. That was that, and uh, yeah. So Walter was a Walt, and our the neighbors have two little tiny dogs, the yappiest dog. You see, I I complained about Walter yapping. He's he's like a mime compared to these two dogs. They're oh, they're nuts, but they went as ketchup and mustard. Oh, nice classic. Yeah, yeah. Classic. So that was nice. Oh, G- all right. Gina says her friends went as soda cans and chips, so it was a theme. Ah, oh, there you go. Okay, very nice.
1: Our next door neighbor. His parents came over to help hand out candy while he went with his kids. They got three kids. Oh no! Nice. And his, his parents brought over their dog and the dog was howling like somebody was beating it with a stick. Oh my god. They we were trying to figure out what was going on, and it turns out it's because the dog is part beagle.
0: Yes. Now beagles live, are beagles are notoriously loud.
1: I lived with a beagle for one year in the city and it was the worst. Really? I don't like beagles. They're so loud and annoying and yappy and don't whiny. let Roger
0: hear you say that. that. Is he have the kind a beagle? Of dog
1: he's got is a beagle. That's a what he rescue got. Rescue beagle. Yep. Oh my god, I didn't realize it was a beagle. That's yeah. unfortunate. He got him. Oh boy. I now mean, maybe you if are
0: digging. You're digging yourself a
1: hole. Maybe if the beagle isn't really whiny, it's fine. But the but the particular beagle I I lived with was just like the second the owner would leave, my roommate, it would just howl for like an hour. It's nonstop. And it's just like, shut up, you stupid dog. But uh, yeah, that's horrible. Uh, Walter that's
0: was very quiet today. Good. Gidget, we had to bring in because Gidget went out in the backyard. And so she was standing at the fence and was barking at everybody that came up. And mm. I'm like, you don't usually bark at anybody, Gidget. Are you? But you know, all of a sudden, it's like Walter was fine with the little kids. That was, he loved it. But then if a, you know, if like a teenager in a mask came up, That's when he lost his mind. But he just sat, he sat in the living room window on the back of the love seat and just looked out the window and watched all the trick or treaters. Hmm. So it was fun. We had, you know, it was a nice, it was a good Halloween. Um, We tried to relive, like, I don't know if you did this when you were a kid. When we were a kid, it was always kind of the same thing on Halloween night as far as dinner went. For a long time, before Home Run In was a chain or had their pizzas in the store that you could buy frozen pizzas. You could get a frozen pizza, but you had to go to the original home run in on 31st street. And so every year my grandpa would bring us a bunch of home run in frozen pizzas. And so we'd have frozen pizza on Halloween and we'd just take a break and we'd have a piece of pizza and then we'd go back out trick or treating. And then like when Molly was born, Debbie started making chili every Halloween. So Molly was going to be here today. And she said to Debbie, oh, I want chili. The problem is we just had chili last week and Mm. I ate the leftovers for like three days. So I was chillied out. So Debbie, Debbie's like, well, we're not going to have chili. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a couple frozen home run in pizzas. So it'll be like when you were a kid, I was like, oh, isn't that nice? Nice. I came home today. What's on the uh, counter? Big crock pot of chili. (sighs) I'm like, what? She goes, oh, but I got the home run in pizzas too. So there was... Nice no, frozen over in pizza and chili. And it was, uh, it was very, very reminiscent of all of our childhoods, except for Debbie. I don't know what Debbie, I don't
1: know if they ate
0: when they went out for Halloween in Michigan. I don't know what they did.
1: Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't have any Halloween traditions. I mean, the Halloween, my Halloween tradition for 15 years was uh, go out in the streets of Chicago and try to just look at as many hot women as possible and yeah. uh, as a as a guy in his 20s, I don't feel bad saying that. I don't feel ashamed. No, you um, shouldn't. Cuz that's, you know, that's an important it's, thing a, a part of my life.
0: And let's be honest. The ladies uh are dressing that way not not for any sort of unsolicited attention or that, but they don't, you know, if you're dressed as a slutty nurse and somebody happens to look at you, not make lewd comments or anything, don't get all up in arms.
1: Respectfully leer at respectfully
0: you. Respectfully look looks over and goes, "Wow." woman's very attractive. It's kind of the
1: point. Halloween is probably the most sexually charged holiday. Oh, it's very, very St. Patrick's Day. That and a- Hanukkah. Well, okay. So it depends <laughs> on how much, what, what the dreidel lands on and what kind of, <laughs> if you're doing like a Kama Sutra dreidel. Uh,
0: you can get a lot thing. for those chocolate coins, man. That gelt. You can make a lot of trades.
1: I don't know what gelt is.
0: That's the uh, the coins, the chocolate coins.
1: Oh, wow, interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, well, good. And as soon as we bring up hot girls, the YouTube, the the YouTube, YouTube spam, spam
1: the YouTube spam from wow. girls4.xyz, new a dating for all tastes and ages. About donkeys? Does it do donkeys? Well, they are blocked. Um,
0: yeah, you're right. St. Patrick's Day comes in second because St. Patrick's Day is just a big drinking holiday. But Halloween gives people, both men and women, an excuse to let have their sex freak flag fly. Well, you sure that? I was just saying dress up, slutty. Uh, but yeah, they could have sex with strangers. Have sex
1: with strangers. Yeah. And you don't even need to know who they are. In fact, not only do you not have to know their name, you don't have to know what they look like if they wear the mask right. on the whole time.
0: <laughs> you can wake up the next morning and go, I don't know, I think I had sex with Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> And then you then your doctor goes, oh bother, you have an oh, STD.
1: <laughs> bother, not chlamydia.
0: Oh bother. I oh, hope uh, you used plan B. <laughs> hmm.
1: Oh bother. Well, now that I have kids, obviously Halloween traditions will be different than just looking Much at different. people.
0: Yeah, I've noticed uh when you're when you're living in the suburbs or you're you know there's not, or you're taking your kids trick or treating, or giving out candy. There's not a lot of the uh slutty costumes coming down the street. Not so much. I didn't see one hot mouse, a naughty witch, uh nothing. You know. Yeah. Cause I don't go out to the bar parties. I don't need I don't need that kind of attitude. Nah, just, but just an old man minion. We'll, we'll, de-
1: we'll develop our Halloween traditions as the as the kids get older because yes. this is our last year with just one kid. That's
0: right. Next year it'll be the stroller and the you know your son running around and you're pushing the baby. Are you gonna be one of those parents who have a bag for the baby? Because that, that's the only thing still about Halloween that bothers me. You know, adults, adults coming up today with with bags. I gave them the candy, I don't care, but there's a part of me that's like an adult, and there were no other kids, like they came with their kids, their kids all had bags, and then they had a bag. Weird. I'm like, hey man, steal your kids' candy like everybody else. Don't take my candy. You're the whole the whole reason you have three kids is so you have an unlimited supply of Halloween candy. Right. Because those kids are gonna go to sleep tonight, and then you rifle through those bags, you skim off every year, you know, the house gets 20%, and that's it. But yeah, please don't please don't be that person who goes, uh, this is this is for my baby. Really? I don't think your baby's eating Snickers bars. No. So Stupid. promise me. Promise me that. Promise me. Promise me. Tell me you'll do it. All right. There we go. That's Halloween. Next
1: topic. <laughs> Next topic. Oh, do you buy Powerball tickets? Uh last week. I was feeling depressed, so I yes. bought a Powerball a Mega Millions and a Lucky Lotto just cause and? I didn't really care about the jackpot size. I'm just like, someone let me win money immediately after buying them. I'm like, I know not a single number will match. And uh, hey, I hit the jackpot really with that one because I was right because they never match. None of them matched. Huh? Let me tell you. Let me tell you how I learned that it is totally stupid to ever play these stupid games. A fool's fool's errand? You know it is, too. I do. In critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV, which includes a free trial with unlimited playtime up to level 60 and includes the award-winning first expansion Heavens Award. In that game, you can go to the gold... Don't worry, you'll catch up. Okay, I don't know any of the words you just said. It's great. You can go to the gold saucer and you can buy a jumbo pot ticket. It is four digits from one to from zero to nine, and you get three tickets a week, so you've got a one in what's nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine chance of winning, roughly, right? Or one in ten thousand? Something. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Whatever. But there's I'm only math now. That you're hurts you're me. talking zero to to nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine numerically, right? So yeah, there there's there's that. Maybe with different combinations, it's different, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) The point is there's only four numbers and they're all one through 10. And and I have played every week. I have played Jumbo Cactpot every week for probably four years. I'll log in the game, buy three tickets, and then come back. And they match one out of every probably 21 to 25 tickets. I get one number, one number. I have once in four years had two numbers match. So when I go over to the Powerball or Mega Millions and it's like, oh, by the way, there's like six numbers and they're, they're one through like 65. I'm like, there's no way it, nothing's ever going to match. And I understand statistics and blah, 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 but come on. So I bought it knowing it was a waste of money. And then it was, and it was, was it fun. I don't know. Is it fun? You know, that's the thing, Brian. If I have not even drinking right now, I feel like I should be. That's the thing, Brian. You if you buy it and it's fun, it's worth it, right? Because you're not gonna win. No one ever is, it is a
0: daydream fun for you. Is it yeah, fun daydream's to dream? Fun.
1: Daydream is fun. So, like it is, but like I've just I've lost so many virtual lotteries in Final Fantasy 14. Now I just know, like, I just know how bad the chances are, right? How bad the odds are, and when you know how bad the odds are and they're internalized. You can't you can't fool yourself. If you don't really think about it, you just walk in, you go, I'll get a ticket, bah, bah, maybe I'll win. Then like, great, like you'll have some fun and you'll daydream and then like your soul will be crushed when you lose. Um, <laughs> yeah. But for me, I just don't know if I can enjoy it anymore. What I do want to do is start buying those $20 raffle tickets they do every like Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. They
0: used, they used to do that. Do they still do that? Yeah, like the million dollar
1: raffle ticket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to start doing that. I'm I need to go to 7-11 and get me some of that. But anyway, uh that was a lot of information that was totally unnecessary. How's your reality, Brian? No, it was Mr. I was Jerry? listening
0: and I no, my it it varies a little because I don't usually play. Uh, I do always get swept up in these giant things mm. knowing that I I'm not going to win. The odds may the odds be ever in your favor as they said in Hunger Games. They are not in our favor but that's okay. You know, I, t- I, I twice. I bought twice last week. And we bought today in it 10 bucks for 10 bucks for a few minutes. I can be a billionaire. Even though I know in reality, I'm never going to be a billionaire. I'm not going to win this thing, but somebody wins it. That's yeah. the thing that keeps you. That's it's like uh, the junkies. That's what keeps you coming back. Somebody's going to win. And you know, now, it's always somebody in rural Pennsylvania or somewhere in, you know, the, the bowels of Arizona. It's never somebody who bought it at the Jewel in, you know, Galewood. But who knows? Who knows? It might be me. And then we always do the same platitude. Can't wait if you don't play. Right. Bleh. But I, I would never. I think the most I've ever spent on a big jackpot is 20 bucks. Mm. But they, you know, so this week, so today I said to Debbie, when it went, I we bought twice last week. It was ten dollars. So I'm leaving for school today, and she was working from home. And I said, "Are you going to get the Powerball ticket?" She said, "Yeah." All right, I go. Why don't you do twenty bucks? I'm not doing twenty dollars. I'll do ten. Like, All right, fine, ten. Guess if we're going to win, we'd win with ten just as well as we'd win with twenty. But if we buy the if we buy the ten, and then the next guy only buys a dollars or two dollars worth. Cause you got to buy a $2 line and he wins it and we could have bought it. We could have won for 10 more dollars or two more dollars
1: and you cheaped out. Well
0: then hope you're happy.
1: You know, the times and when I have done it, when it hit a billion dollars and I was at a consulting firm, I did do the pool with the group
0: to oh, buy, okay. you know, like
1: it's a, we bought like a hundred tickets or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. Those I'm into. And I, I get everything in writing. I make sure everyone emails. I have them sign something. Really? So everything. Oh, yeah. You got to be litigious about this, Brian. Yeah, that's Cause, true. Because, I mean, you know, and you got to even have the people that don't play sign and say, like, hey, I'm not going to sue you guys, basically, if, yeah. if you win, right? Because that happens, right? Five people on marketing you know yeah the one the day oh
0: i always play and i took i was off that day because my right. kid was sick so i didn't get my money in and now i'm
1: what yeah yeah so i'm i'm pretty hardcore about that kind of stuff now they'll still sue right that, that would just mm-hmm. happen but but uh anyway so i i like this split pool things i'll do that with friends or a group but
0: yeah, yeah. i was surprised nobody nobody like that i know asked to go in on anything it was like oh Every man and woman for themselves. I guess. I don't know. I don't think I would. I don't know. I never check. Like you didn't even check? No. The tickets are are down on the counter. I don't know. I might go to the store tomorrow. You know, then I do the machine and I'm always paranoid that the machine is going to lie. You know, so I make sure I don't hand the ticket over, even if it says it's a loser. I don't hand it over to the guy behind the counter because I think it's a scam like that I did win, and he's going, oh, no, your ticket's a loser. And I go, what? Oh, man, okay, here, can you throw this away? Sure, I can. Wah, wah, wah. Next day, he's gone. Hey, what happened to Joe? Used to he worked here for years. Yeah, he won the lottery. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sucker gave him his ticket. Hmm. So, yeah, I'll, 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 you know, I will check him. We got a bunch. I don't know, they've only been sitting around. I did few months ago i think i won four bucks one time Ooh! yeah so i was pretty i was rolling
1: i was I rolling ex- i accidentally well i put a 20 dollars bill in one of those machines i think it used to be like a, a tradition when i crossed the iowa illinois border to and from the college i would just buy a ticket a lottery but, ticket a lottery ticket just like a okay. scratch off usually like one two bucks i i, I kind of broke even over the years, right? And like lose a bunch, and then I'd like win ten bucks one time. It's like cool, okay, well, buy more. One time I put a twenty into the machine, and or a ten, I think it didn't. I didn't know it didn't give change.
0: So okay. i like, I put
1: in a ten, I'll buy like a two dollar ticket and then get change. Oh, I can't get change. Okay, I guess I'll just yeah. spend the rest. Yeah, they don't give you change. They want yeah. they
0: want your money. Now wait a minute, Sandy is saying there was a billion dollar winner at the displaying Speedway. That is not tonight. No, because tonight the the drawing hasn't happened yet. Mm. Really? A, uh, see, I got to go to displays to the speedway. Yeah, I always, I always do that too. Try to figure out where I should buy it. Like I, I'll never buy it out of the machine. You know, at Jewel and stuff, they have the lottery machines. Yeah, why not? No, it doesn't seem that. You know, you don't hear of winners coming out of those. Uh, nobody wins at the grocery store checkout machine. Hmm. They win at gas stations or liquor stores or a convenience store. So I'm always on the lookout for gas
1: stations, liquor stores, and convenience stores to buy True. my tickets. True. True. I oh, uh, it was a
0: Mega Millions a few weeks ago. Really?
1: Wow. Well, I put the ten dollar bill. It didn't give me the change, so I got like three tickets, and one of them I won twenty bucks. So I came up ten. Look at you! I'm up ten ahead. The other thing is, mm. so I went to the see the Illinois Lottery actually lets you essentially automatically buy tickets. I tried this. I tried. I went to the Illinois Lottery whatever website, I and take I'm like, these goggles off, they're killing me. Okay. I'm like
0: pressing up against my. Glasses. Oh yeah. I know that's
1: <laughs> uncomfortable. So I, I go to the website and on the website, there should be a way. I think I've told this story many moons ago should be a way where you say you put in your numbers and you say, I just want to buy these same numbers every week for the year. Really you do that. If you do that, it's like a hundred bucks, right? Cause it's like okay. two bucks a ticket, a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks. And you're in every week for the year. Right. Okay. And you can just, you set the numbers on this website So you're always playing the same numbers. You don't have to like go to the place and pick blah blah blah. So I tried doing this for months when I lived in the city, and this it you had to verify your address to verify you were an Illinois resident. It refused to acknowledge where I lived, and you know I moved around apartments a lot. Brian, I sure you're wanted. I, I sure I tried every apartment address and my parents' home address that I had ever lived in. I tried different zip codes. I tried the specific zip codes at no point. I tried, I put the thing that was on my tax form at no point did they ever accept my address. They just didn't believe that I lived in Illinois. So I never did it. Now that I have a mortgage and I'm paying one, I am going to try it again. I'm going to put those numbers in. I'm going to try to automatically buy it. And for a hundred bucks a year, you just sit back know and think about it. You're like, ah, yeah, maybe I'll win something. Probably not terrible investment. You'd be much sure, better putting it in cool the investment. bank and just accruing $3 invested, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> It's fun, right? So let me try that again. But I, man, that was frustrating. I hope. They yeah, you like got feel f- it. I
0: wonder if there's another guy with your name who is uh, some do dwell. No, no,
1: no one All would right. be near dwelling as near as me.
0: Yeah, I mean, you might have had maybe you had too many addresses. They were mm-hmm. like, this guy's a
1: flight risk. I'm a flight risk.
0: Can I circle back uh, quickly to a topic from before?
1: No. All right. Oh, now you um, can.
0: <laughs> I just, I was thinking of this today as I was passing out candy and watching the children come up. Um, you weren't giving out uh, candy-colored fentanyl at your house, were
1: you? Oh God, it's just. A, I, I heard was so. About this.
0: I was getting so tired of these news reports talking about people giving out uh, drugs and fentanyl and everything else to the kids. I'm like, nobody's giving out drugs and fentanyl to your children. Well, every every newscast oh, be careful, this is candy. They've made this fentanyl look like candy, and the people may give it to children. Why? And then the, the more they're talking about this stuff, I'm like, you're talking about people who leave it out at their house. You know, well, there's gummy, uh, cannabis gummies and blah, 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 children can get their hands on them. I'm thinking, nobody's giving out cannabis gummies for Halloween or fentanyl. It was just it was ridiculous. So there you go. I agree. I was, just, I was just disgusted.
1: Yeah. I mean, not in, in our neighborhood, I'm yeah, stupid. stupid. Anyway, moving on. Well, I'm. that's all I got to say about the power balls.
0: All right. I know you're going to have something to say about this. Oh my God. Cause that's you good. love to tweet on the twit. I and am. The, the bird is freed and let that sink in. Your man, Elon Musk has now taken over Twitter and people are fleeing. Oh, they're, oh, they're somewhere. They're fleeing Twitter. And everybody who leaves social media needs to tell us that they're leaving social media. And we don't care if you're leaving social media. Just leave social media. But yes, have you, uh, have you abandoned your Twitter? Have you given up?
1: No. Are, Next are, question.
0: Are you going to give up?
1: No. Next question.
0: Do you think Elon Musk is good for Twitter?
1: Yes. Oh. Well, in what way? Well, I,
0: you said yes. You tell me how.
1: Did you hear about the checkmark thing?
0: I heard that now is that I heard that he wants to have people pay. Yeah. But I thought that was for that Twitter blue.
1: Oh, that wasn't him. That was before him.
0: Right. But this? So he wants. No. All right. Explain it. Because I was I saw that and I was like, wait a minute. We've been Twitter verified for years and years. We got the blue check mark back in the day. It's been the one thing that Molly and her friends thought was cool about me. That I was yes. Twitter verified.
1: Yes. Okay. I don't want to lose that. I can't. Okay. Um, the, all right. So the, uh, several places reported on this, including CNN, the verge, lots of other, uh, places. So on Twitter, I'm going to have to provide some context for this, bro.
0: Please do. I'm going to sit back and listen
1: because Twitter, my answer, I've spent a lot of time on Twitter, Twitter, like most social media have kind of a culture. There is a culture. There are norms. There's things that you would post on Facebook that you wouldn't post on LinkedIn, vice versa. Correct. Right. So I, I I'm, I've been in that. How long have you been on Twitter, Brian? Probably 15 years now. Yeah. Close 12, at, at, least, at least yeah. More, so we've been yeah. on Twitter for a long time. You see what the way people talk, the way people interact on Twitter. If you have a blue check mark, which means you have a verified account, you are higher status. You are of higher yep. social status. Damn you, right we are. You get better customer service when you complain to brands. Yes, you, you do. You you show up in people's inboxes. People's inboxes actually have verified tabs, so that if I only want to see stuff from verified accounts, I can see it. It's a big deal. It's really it used to be really hard to get. Yeah. Um, took Brian and I a long time. There was a really uh, um, skilled and talented social media manager at WGN Radio got all the posts and producers a check mark that's the only reason we have them my uh i don't remember okay i don't remember i thought it was somebody that was only around for like a year or two or or something i'm probably making that up i'm probably misremembering we were there forever so we were um, we were
0: there a long time till they unceremoniously dumped us but anyway that's uh, neither here nor there so i was just looking to make sure i still had my check
1: i do yeah you do so it, it's a big thing. The other thing is it like it verifies that you are that person, right? right. So that there's a hundred people saying that they're William Shatner. Well, the William Shatner that's verified is actually William Shatner, right? So you, it, it beats off impersonators, right. particularly important for journalists, especially journalists operating in places where you could get killed for reporting on a thing or misreporting a thing or like you need your sources to be reliable. So it, it, it serves many purposes and particularly it's not just media people. It's not like Kanye needs his check mark. as right. like as much as like the New York Times reporter. So we can DM Cody and say, hey, Cody, I want to do a story on the Eeyore costume you had. And I know as soon as I see it, oh, it's a New York Times reporter. I could reply and maybe get some coverage on this thing. So it's a very important part of Twitter's ecosystem. It, it signifies status and it does come with privileges. Mm-hmm. Well, it's free. Ben free. Elon announced today, that he wants to charge 20 bucks a month for it. And he's going to have Twitter's engineers make that happen by the end of next week, or they're fired, I believe. Oh, well, that um, makes, yeah sure. And we will have, I think 60 or 90 days based on initial reports to basically say whether we want to pay for the check Mark or not. What 20 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. Now
0: yep. see. All right. What's the difference between that and Twitter blue? Because that's the thing I read was that he wanted to charge more for Twitter blue.
1: That's so this, what I think in, So Twitter blue is a premium service where like, I don't know. I think you get fewer ads or something, or you can edit your tweets. There's like four or five privileges. It's not, it doesn't really change the experience massively. Right. But I think, but the, the reports that I've read are that he's rolling the Twitter verification into this. So he's like, you know, screw this Twitter blue thing. Twitter blue is like a couple perks. No one really cares about its backend functionality stuff. It doesn't matter. But when you run the risk of losing your blue check mark, that's actually a really big deal. Yeah. Um, because it is a status thing and it does significantly set you apart from other people on the platform. Now, I don't know whether he plans on just allowing anyone to buy the check mark or if there's like a verification process in place. That then, once verified, you are eligible to buy it. I don't know if there's a pre-screening. There's very few details on this. It's pretty yeah, much yeah. Because I'm looking news.
0: at the story right now. It says now that he. Uh, this is from CBSNews.com, saying that uh, Elon Musk wants charge users to retain the coveted blue check denoting verified status, according to a report uh, in The Verge. The Verge said that Musk plans to charge twenty dollars a month for Twitter Blue a service that currently costs $5 monthly and expands its feature to include verifying users identity. Currently verified users would have 90 days to sign up or lose their blue check Mark. Oh no. Yep. Oh no. Oh, Oh, Oh no. I don't want to pay $20 a month. Me neither. Oh,
1: but I love being Twitter verified. Sam. What do we do? Cody?
0: what do we do with
1: this i'm probably gonna pay are you really i will for a little while yeah oh boy yeah it's uh so like how twitter responds will determine how good elon is for twitter because twitter blue is a thing most people could take or leave no one Mm -hmm. i don't care no one it's not compelling Being verified is extremely compelling in the context of Twitter today right now. Yes. So if there are half a million people that are like, I need to be Twitter verified, it's very important, and they'll pony up 20 bucks a month, then that's $10 million, (laughs) right? 500,000. But yeah, that's $10 million a month they're getting in profit. $10 $10 million a month just from the blue check mark, right? And that's that's half a million. I threw that number out of nowhere. I just pulled yeah. that out of my butt. I have no idea how many people are verified. I don't know how many people will pay. The other thing is, if you're a brand or a company, a lot of people are gonna make this a, a corporate write-off, right? If I'm a New York Times reporter- Oh, right, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm going to my editor right now and I'm saying New York Times is paying for me to be verified, right? And you damn well better be sure the New York Times probably will. I bet WGN would if we were still at the station. I, yeah. I, would, I would ask. Well, they probably wouldn't. But, no, they uh, wouldn't. But larger places. A reputable, have,
0: news, a reputable news organization would.
1: <laughs> sure. No, but a lot of a lot of places will do this, right? And the celebrities, it's not a big deal. All the PR people, all of the talent people. So yeah. there, there are huge swaths. Independent, smaller independent journalists. Like It us. may have to become, like us, may have to be a thing that they do that, like you know, they may have to be a cost of doing business, essentially, if they want to maintain, you know, continue to be reputable. Or people don't go for it. Maybe he set the price too high. Maybe it's not compelling enough. Maybe people start to leave. Maybe Twitter starts to kind of fall apart a little bit. I don't know. But my sense is, based on how important it is, how tremendously important it is to the experience right now of being on Twitter, yeah, I think people are going to make the switch. And I think it's going to be the most money Twitter is cashing in consistently for any product they've offered since they launched. So Man. if you look at it from that perspective, and I know it sucks for you and me, Brian, a lot, but if you look at it from the capitalism, yay, capitalism, sure, the shareholder. Well, yeah, he's coming in and he's kicking ass. Like that is a very, very, very good business decision. If people buy it right. um, and they can implement it. That's my assessments. Um, as for like how I feel about it, um, you know, the the point of verification really is to protect people's identities. So mm-hmm. it's yet to be seen again how it impacts the verification. Because if any schmo can walk on off the street and Mr. Happy 825, you know, with an egg as his little icon is suddenly verified now, then it loses its status. It's kind of like right. how Facebook used to be only for college students. Sure. Then they expanded to everyone. And then, as you know, mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and racist uncle joined Facebook, suddenly I don't really want to be on Facebook anymore. So it became less cool, right? There's a cool factor is gone from Facebook. Facebook sucks. I don't think anything about it is cool. It's a terrible user experience and it's just garbage, right? It's just a big garbage dump. It's not my hot college friends, you know, posting memes in each other's walls. It's just, it's just trashy everything. So will Twitter go the way of the trashy everything? I don't know. Or will people just like buy into the blue check mark? They'll roll it out correctly in a smart way. And then it becomes a compelling product offering. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, the exclusivity of it and the fact that we, you know, you know, whoever's commenting as that person with the check mark is that person. That's a, that is a big deal. I agree with you a hundred percent. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it's worth. And again, is the, is it going to be, you know, suddenly anybody can, who has, <clears throat> excuse me, has 20 bucks
1: a month. That's no good. Mm. And uh, is it as important as the large following, right? Like I have 20,000 right. followers. If I tweeted somebody, wow. that I pay attention because I have 20,000 followers. But so, so it, is the check Mark more important than that? Is it as important or is it less important? You know, what if I just let the check Mark go away and see if people still care about me because I've got twenty thousand followers. Because I'm not fit. No one cares about me. No one's gonna impersonate me. No one knows who I am. I'm just a dude with twenty thousand followers, which is legit, right? Um, yeah, that's a lot of followers. It is. So there's that angle. Yeah, like for
0: it, me, it, the check mark carries a lot of weight because I don't. I don't do a lot on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I have had beef, I get some results because I have that check mark.
1: And, you know? and that's what I think, you know, you're like, what are you going to do? I think that's, that's what the question comes down to is what do you do with Twitter? Yeah. I actually don't really use it for much right now, but it does help me connect directly with certain people sometimes. Um, If I decide to pay, I would probably also be more likely to use it more. Yeah. You'd have to. Right. To justify no. it. Right.
0: I'm not going to, oh yeah, i paid $20 a month. How often do you tweet? I don't know. Three times a year. Yeah, <laughs> that's not, so. that's not going to happen. Um, it just, it's, I don't know. We'll see. And I, you know, he came out the other day, to, you know, cause everybody thought, oh, the minute Elon walked in, you know, he was going to bring back all these uh, accounts that had been banished, but now he claims there's going to be a, a board of varying and wide, widely disparate, uh, backgrounds and opinions to uh, go back and kind of look and see whose, uh, whose accounts are going to be reactivated. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on with Twitter. But, you know, everybody oh, – when he says it's supposed to be the town square and he really doesn't want, you know, doesn't want it to be a hellscape, I'm like, well, you can't have both. If you're going to let anybody say whatever they want, it's going to be a hellscape.
1: It's a hellscape now. It is, and it's not the town square because there's so – people lose perspective on Twitter because so much of the conversation and the drama of like everything happens on Twitter, yes. Tw- like some dumb per, some celebrity says something dumb on Twitter. It gets blown up on every news article publication, but the actual user base of Twitter is 300 million, which sounds like a lot of people cause it is, but mm-hmm. Facebook has like one point something billion, 1.2, probably 1.3 at this point, billion. Yeah. Right? So four right. times bigger, that's technically more of a town square. Uh, if you look at it from a, a user mass point of view. Uh, so there's, and there's a lot of people just aren't on Twitter. There's a lot of people that are. Well, on that's the people.
0: thing. Everybody th- or, or people think that everyone's on Twitter. Yeah. And everyone's not on Twitter. No. You know, uh, journalists, sports people, uh, political crackpots, political non-crackpots. But everybody isn't on Twitter. You know, in my house, in my family of three adults, really only one is on Twitter, me, Debbie doesn't have an account and Molly, I don't think uses it very much. So, you know, if you, if you looked at us, well, that's, that's only a third of the population. That's still a lot of people who don't. So yeah. I don't know.
1: I'm. We will see. I, yeah. I'm. I wasn't you, you, sure
0: about the sync bit. I didn't, I didn't know if that was a, you know, that was an odd flex. Look at me. I'm carrying a sink. Let that sink in.
1: Get it? Ha ha ha. He's, he's weird. And that's fine. He he did tweet probably flippantly. He was like, should I bring back Vine? And uh, people could say yes or no. Vine, I mean, Vine, dude, Vine is what TikTok is now. Those are those, those were those six second videos, right? Yes. Okay.
0: I remembered. I never got involved in it. Now, well, just had a, not involved in TikTok.
1: <laughs> twitter had a product called vine it was six second right. videos it's how logan paul got really famous mm-hmm. and it was really great and it was fun and people engaged with it but twitter's problem and i read i read one article on this so don't totally quote me but but twitter uh tried to he they basically tried to push it towards upper middle class white people and it was primarily used by minorities okay and f- someone at twitter didn't want that to be the case oh really and yeah they just they ended up shutting it down because oh. they were just like well it's just minorities using it so like there's no like monetary value or whatever oh that was a mistake yeah it was a huge mistake and now that was a big instagram mistake instagram reels and facebook video and TikTok, like it literally literally the dna of the internet as we know it today Vine uh, was like the groundwork, but they didn't lean into it because it had the wrong "quote unquote" user base, and it was stupid, uh, and it was a huge miss for them. And now, so they now are, we
0: have now we have to pay twenty dollars a month for our checkmark because some racist month for a some racist executive racist got rid jerk-off. of us.
1: Yeah, so um, I've had I, I would like for him to maybe bring Vine back, but now I'm not going to use it because now the internet's mostly cancerous. So it I'm is. It.
0: I'm finding I'm not a fan of the internet.
1: Yeah, we say this all the time. I don't know. All right. Cuz the internet me. has a lot of people and we're not a fan of people, Brian.
0: Cody, you are 100% right about that. I am uh Yeah, I'm I'm finding and this was not this is was... unapproved topic about to be broached. Oh unapproved God, topic, topic about to be broached. Okay. I'm finding I never want to leave the house anymore. Because the minute I get in the car, I am infuriated beyond belief, like irrationally angry every time I get in the car because of how stupid people are. And I I realize that me saying everybody else is stupid is probably uh, delusional because they're all in their car thinking everybody else is stupid. So, but, but I just, I'm losing my mind. Every time I leave the house. So I, I may have to develop, uh, what is it, agoraphobia. I may have to even fake it so I don't go outside. I think that's the right one. I think that's the right phobia, the agora, the agoraphobia.
1: You think you need to develop it?
0: I got to develop it so, I'm, so I can tell people I'm a, it's not that I don't want to go outside. I'm just afraid to go outside.
1: Oh, okay. I see. You Because know? right Ooh.
0: now I get in the car and the minute I pull out of the garage, I'm infuriated. That's pretty quick. It's, it's irrational, but everywhere I go, stupidity. And then I get out of the car and I'm just as angry at the stupid people because you walk into a store and they're all just, you know, they start to walk through the door and then they just stop and they do their right in the doorway. There's people behind you. Get your ass out of the way, keep moving. And I know I can't be the only person who thinks who knows there are other people in the universe, but it's, it's becoming that way. So yes, uh, to your, to your, 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 ha- we hate people comment concur 100% concur. Now next week we will be in a crowd of people, but they will mostly be drunk.
1: Oh my goodness. And I
0: will be happy. I cannot wait. Cause I will be mostly drunk.
1: McGee can't help it. We're going to Fobab. Uh, wait, wait, that's also not on the topic sheet, and you didn't talk about your I know. This top. is just a
0: tease. This is just a tease. Okay. All Quick right, that's
1: tease. Tying may, into, the, with the tying into being in public. It's a you tease. I apologize. I see. Nice transition, Brian.
0: All right, back to nice this thing. here. I finished a big job this week, Cody. Mm, that's yeah, that what she said. <laughs> just, Gidget now wants to leave because the buzzer is going off.
1: Yeah, me too. Come here, Gidget. Because Come I on. ruined that perfectly set up transition. But I'm so, Eeyore. Listen, you so are Eeyore. Everything is bad. I'm also um, an asshole.
0: I am exhausted because this, th- this is a day I never thought I would say. Monday? I finished my mom's garage. Oh, my God. It is... So, hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. I gotta let her out again. This is this is getting. I apologize
1: for ruining Brian's tease, everybody. But we're we're gonna have some fun this weekend. Oh my goodness! I can't believe November's here. I have a baby Uh, due in December. That's really weird and crazy. Not only do
0: I have to get up, but it's very difficult to get up and move with this boot on. And uh, Debbie used to used to put pillows in front of the stairs to keep Gidget downstairs, and I'd say, oh, don't worry. Gidget's not a bother, but today Gidget's a bother. The garage is finished. We started, we went over last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, with the goal of clearing out just enough room for her to get her car in this winter. Mm. But you know me. I'm down with OPP. I cannot be stopped, uh, and along with my lovely wife and last weekend Molly, we started uh, we started to just go. We were like possessed, but there was so much stuff in this garage, and I told you a little bit about it. it was so big, so I made an appointment with one eight hundred got junk, because they had to come. So right. Saturday morning we get there early, like ten o'clock, and we had enough. We had finished half the garage, and we wanted to get the other half done before the junk guys came. So we're working, 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 very furious, furiously, took five carloads of stuff to donate at Salvation Army, which, sidebar, the guys who work at Salvation Army, the one we went to, jerks, complete jerks. What? So you're dry Now, I don't, before I say this, I don't expect anybody to kiss my feet for bringing them, you know, for donating stuff. That's right. fine. I don't care, but the one old man yelled at Debbie because we had a lot of stuff in just big plastic tubs, and they were like, "Put the big plastic tubs in a shopping cart." And she's like, "They, they won't fit in the shopping cart. I'm going to just stack them right here." They're screaming at her. <laughs> then, then I go with her, and now we have two carloads full of stuff, and they know better than to say anything to me, but. If they want you to put stuff in the in the shopping carts, I'm fine with that. But then keep bringing out more shopping carts. They stop. They're going to get a different pallet. They're doing this. They're doing that. There's no shopping carts. So at some point, I'm like, screw this. I'm just going to pile it up right next to the big bins where they're putting everything. So anyway, that's my sidebar of Salvation Army. Uh, you can ring that kettlebell all you want but maybe get the people who are working at uh, your donation center to at least not treat people like we're there to steal or burn the place down. We're just dropping things off I, in an effort to help people, I guess, and to get stuff out of our house. And I only donate stuff that's in good shape. I'm, you know, So there was a lot of garbage. There was a lot of donations. And we get to the point where it's done. And what? the 1-800-JUNK guys show up with an empty truck and they look at this garage and go, all of that, and I was like, yeah, yep, all of it. And they're like, okay. And I got to tell you, these guys worked like men possessed. They were they were loading this truck and they were taking everything. And they, the guy was, you know, they what they do is they come and they look at it and they charge by how much of the truck you're going to fill. And they go, uh, this is going to at least fill the whole truck. I go, yep, I'm sure it is. He goes, it may take a little more. I'm like, "Eh, all right, that's fine, whatever. They're loading it. And it came down. The last piece was this big old wooden bench that had been in my dad's office at his school. And that they had, when the school was being torn down, he brought it home. Unfortunately, like a, a few other pieces of nice furniture, it had been put in the garage 20 years ago and now was mildewed and moldy and warped Uh, and yeah so there's a lesson for you kids uh if you're gonna save stuff take care of it mm. if you're not gonna use it again donate it or sell it right away because we had to toss a lot of stuff but it got down to the last piece this giant bench and the truck was full and cody when i mean full they pulled the tarp over the top and it was way up to the point where they had to bungee cord the tarp down. It wouldn't oh. close. The truck was so full. And these guys, they were going to do whatever they could to get this giant bench on this truck to finish it out and not have any, because it was the last thing. And they, they were shifted it one way and pushing it another way and then slamming the doors, trying to break part of the bench off. So it would shut and they flipped it another way and they're hammering pieces off. it. Oh my gosh. Bam. They shut the doors and we were like, Oh, it's so good. Then, you know, then they, they were trying to get the tarp down. They're like, you don't have any rope, do you? And I was like, we did but we threw it somewhere in that truck because we oh my threw God. it away. So Debbie's like, I think there's some bungee cords over here. She went and gets a bungee cord. They bungee it down. So that was gone. Saturday we worked. I think we worked nine hours of nonstop physical labor. Um, Then yeah, then we go back Saturday because there was stuff that now we're going to try. Debbie's going to try to sell for my ma. And there was a couple more boxes. But we, I send my brothers pictures of this empty garage now. I have four brothers. Three of them sent me texts that said, oh, that's great. Thanks for for handling this. The other one was like, well, I guess miracles do happen. I'm like, miracles happen? (laughs) There was no miracle here. This was Debbie and Molly and myself busted our ass to get this done so you didn't have to do it. But I didn't say that. I just eh. let it go. I'm like, no, whatever. Right. Oh, no, uh, but it. then I said to my mom, I go, All right, do you want to be the first one to pull the car in the garage? Yes, I do. So she, <laughs> she went and she pulled up the driveway and she just started laughing because she's looking going, Oh my God, there's it's empty. I could I, you know, I could pull right in. Cause when I tell you that there was no room for error before getting her car in. She used to have to run into a table to make sure. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. it It was literally, imagine for old people, Mr. Peabody's closet in the Sherman and Peabody cartoons. Imagine a two and a half car garage that's extra deep. And then, and then stuff on three sides with enough of a gap to put a old Ford escape into it. Not even enough to open. Like if you were parked, only one door would open. She couldn't open the passenger side. She could just open her door, but not enough. That's how she she got sciatica because she couldn't open her car door enough. Oh my gosh. So now it's all, now it's done. It's all done. And it was like, oh, this is, this is beautiful. It was fit. So there was a, uh, as we were leaving, we just kept Debbie and I were just like, I can't believe, it. I can't believe it's done. I just can't believe it. There had, there is a service door, a back door in this garage that had not been used for over 20 years because you <laughs> couldn't get to it. I'm not exaggerating. There's a door because the garage was built. I think I was in sixth, seventh grade where we built our garage. So there was a door, like it was, it was an, exterior door down coming out of the lower level that she couldn't use from the laundry room. Now it goes into the garage. She couldn't use that because there was so much stuff. Stuff was in the stairwell. Unreal. It just filled. And now she's been coming in for the last three days. She's been coming in and out the, from the laundry room going, Oh, this is so great. I just come right out and then I could open the garage door and you know, then we, all the lights work now in the garage. It was <laughs> so it was just like, uh, that so that was it. And, and then I, you know, we're bringing home stuff. I found some, uh, going through boxes of just stuff that's, I don't know how long it's been buried. I found, I thought this was gone for good. When I was a freshman at Southern, my mom made me a leprechaun suit to wear to Halloween because Halloween was a huge deal at Southern. And it had the big curly shoe the whole it. I found the box that had all these old Halloween costumes in them. Yep. There was the leprechaun suit. All right perfect um found a bunch of stuff uh about my from my dad you know uh just all kinds of all kinds of craziness so that job is now done but have you ever wished you had taken a picture after after the fact like yes. I didn't take any before pictures <sighs> I only have after pictures <sighs> I know that's the one that's my only regret is that I yeah. did not take a before picture yeah because nobody believes it. I, I, I know it sounds like I'm being hyperbolic. I'm not. I, I'm downplaying it to to protect her, to protect her from being, you know, put in a home because she's, a, you know, a crazy hoarder, which she's not anymore, dude. But I did unreal. have to, I did have to throw her a warning. I said, <laughs> Ma, I, I've cleaned this garage out a couple times. There is nothing left in here. If it fills up again, I'm lighting a match and burning this place to the ground because <laughs> i'm not subtle when i'm really fatigued
1: right yeah i there's something to be said for an empty space my my little podcast closet thing that i have i have a couple little accoutrements a couple little like stuffed animal kind of things up here i gotta yeah. i got a picture of my wife which i would want but i've got some crap on this desk and it's just like i remember when i started putting a couple extra things on it on the desktop i was just like at the time i was just like man, I should, I should just keep it totally clear. And I was right. And, uh, I, it's now you're motivating me because an empty, you know, it sounds, it may sound to some people, not that, you know, kind of well, an empty garage. What good is that? But no empty is sometimes very good.
0: Well, empty to the point where you can put, you can use it now, right? It was just basically a catch all for everything. There was stuff. Anybody who asked my mom if they could just store stuff there, there there was furniture there that wasn't even hers or ours or my brother's. It would, who gave, why is this table here? Oh, so-and-so asked if they could leave it here for a while. How long ago? 30 years. No, we got it. It's got to go. Well, we didn't ask them if they wanted it anymore. I go, here's the thing. Nobody, it doesn't matter if they want it. It's nasty. There was so much mouse shit and Ugh. spider stuff and oh <laughs> and that's but now bad. i I just sat there for a couple minutes and just looked at it just in, in all its empty glory and there's still you know there's still ladders and there's a couple tools and they're you know little garage stuff but that's all put away and I love even here even here when we if we clean something out I'll just sit there and go, oh, this is nice. This is great. Not regular everyday cleaning, but when you do like a big, like when we purged a bunch of stuff in the basement Mm -hmm. and laid down a rug. And I just sat down there and I went, oh, now I don't use the basement as like an entertainment room, but I can walk down there. And yes, there's shelves with all the holiday stuff on it, but it's, you could, you could sit down there if you needed to. Like during tornado warnings, we have sat down there and it was fine. It was lovely. Nice. So I will just I do. I do like that kind of emptiness. But our house is not empty. You've been in my house. It's no, got not stuff. at all. It's got no. stuff. You know, sure. I'm, not, I'm not living in a cube in a no. thing. So that was a, that was it. That was the big uh, that was the big job. Now I don't know what I'll do with myself, Cody. I may just have to relax on the weekends. Well, next Saturday I'll go to fo'bat. drink I, a bunch. I might start drinking more. Okay. I actually Debbie and Molly gave me a uh, a Koval uh, tasting tour that I think they gave it to me for Christmas that I still haven't used. So maybe I do that. Who knows? You know, that's we'll good see. to me.
1: Yeah,
0: it's nice. But that's uh that uh, that's all on my list. Do you have anything else on your list? No, we're out of time. This is perfect. We are out of time. We're actually a couple minutes over. But uh, we started t- late, so we're about, yeah. We we're did about start late, and it's Halloween, and we're all jacked up on sugar. So, uh, lots. Oh, I'm going to go down and have some sugar right now. I don't know what kind. I'm going to have some. You can't stop me. I'm a grown man. Ha ha. I'm a minion. Uh, (laughs) all right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for everything. Uh, next week I will also have a show to plug so that, oh no, I should. Oh, that's watch the, uh, watch the, uh, Facebook page. I have a, a big stand up show this Friday in tinley park illinois so watch for that there are details to come and uh thank you for being here cody as always thank you and again my compliments to you with your family costume they were lovely thank you i'm very hot right now i am going to take this right. off well go strip down here we'll talk to you again next week uh like subscribe blah 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 okay bye i mean bye